Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Listen to Us Talk, which is a podcast brought by the Non-Standard Project. Today, we have some new faces, um, and we also are going to be doing a slightly different um, style. So we're going to be doing a religion roundtable. So if everyone could say their name, their pronouns, and what ethnicity or religion they're going to be speaking from, we're going to try to stay as close as we can to our own experiences. But obviously, when we talk about like systemic issues, it is going to be a little more general. Hi, my name is Nicole. I go by she, her, hers, and I am a Korean Protestant, um, most specifically Presbyterian. Hi, I'm Iman. Um, I'm half Senegalese, half Guinean, and I am Muslim, and so I'll be speaking from that perspective. Hi, I'm Francis. I go by she, her, and I am Chinese Hong Kong, and um, I'm culturally Buddhist and mildly agnostic. Hi, I'm Zaramar and I am Dominican. I'm also like, I'm pretty culturally Christian, but I would say that I'm like spiritually and religiously agnostic. Okay, so we're going to start off talking about um, looking at this Instagram post and it's, it's a map regarding Democrat and Republican divides in the 2016 presidential election. So you start off with like voters and households without guns, right? Um, and then you talk about white versus non-white, and then you go into evangelical versus non-evangelical voters, and then atheist or nothing in particular versus Protestant or Catholic voters, um, seldom or never attend church versus attend church at least once a week. And usually um, you see these divides that like one is very much blue and one is mostly red. And I wanted to ask how you think that religion has been used to further partisan divides and like what role they play within partisan divides. I mean, I would say like personally, I guess based on what I've experienced or what I've seen um, portrayed like in the media, because I'm not really surrounded normally by many like conservative groups or conservative like, but I think that I tend to associate like partially conservatism with like the, with religion in some ways, because a lot of times like religion has an influence on how conservative you are and like those specific values. Um, So like, what I've seen portrayed in the media has been like, has there has been kind of like a more partisan divide, but like, I don't know how much that is like kind of correct based on my own understanding. I think like something really interesting I've observed just like both as like a Protestant and also as like a person of color is kind of um, the ways in which like Protestantism and Christianity in particular is kind of like used to like further a conservative narrative. Um, You know, like I think like one of the slides that you were showing was um, in regards to um, like Christian voters and atheists or nothing in particular voters. And I think that like stood out to me the most because um, I think that like Christianity certainly has its spectrums. If you look at more like evangelical voters who are like very much predominantly on the Bible belt, like 
they will mostly be the ones who tend to lean more conservative and the ones who, um, the, when we're talking about religiosity within conservatism or the, is the kind of like demographic that people try to reach. But if you actually look at like the Protestant community, um, there's actually a very like stark divide between like, um, let's say on the topic of abortion, since that's like a very, um, that's a very like polarizing topic amongst religion, right? And like amongst like politics and all of that. Um, and in regards to that, like a lot of Protestant voters, um, there's like a very strong like pro-abortion movement or pro-choice movement um, within the Protestant community. And of course, there is also a strong pro-life community, as many people know. But I think we like tend to disregard the pro-choice um, community within Protestantism and within any other form of like Christianity um, because it's not talked about. But um, actually, like most churches of color like do are, are pro-choice and are very actively pro-choice. Yeah, I, I think that's one thing that like Nicole just touched on near the end is that I like a, a lot of the reason that people associate conservative views with religion. And I think especially if you're talking about like um, United States media, specifically with Christianity, is just because of like how the perception is around it. And like how you'll, you'll see videos of like people standing outside of abortion clinics and like holding up signs and like yelling at people who go into them. And that a lot of times like might not necessarily, like Nicole said, react, reflect the reality of a community, but more so just reflects like what we are shown and what we are told about that community. Um, I think it's interesting because I also like grew up in a like pretty, like my parents are pretty religious still, like they're like religiously Christian. And I grew up in, um, I grew up in a church in, in the DR, but also like when I moved here, the church that I went to was in Harlem. And I think that I did kind of notice the divide that Nicole talks about where it's like, there is a significant part of the community that for example, like on abortion or on LGBTQ plus rights is like, there, there is kind of like two stark sides. Um, it's weird because I did see a lot of interaction within those sides. And I think it was more so like a thing that we didn't talk about so that there wouldn't be disagreement because we knew there would be. Um, but I do see that. Like, I think there is definitely a line between like on specifically on abortion, people who are pro-choice pro and people who are pro-life. I think if anything, it just doesn't get talked about as much because I do think it would cause a really like stark divide in a lot of religious communities and it is like easier to not talk about it. But I definitely think it's interesting. And I wonder how much that has to, oh, sorry, Francis, were you going to talk? Yeah, and I, I wonder how much like that has to do with race, right? Like um, I was talking about before, like particularly like churches of color are usually the ones that tend to be a lot more progressive. While when we think about like conservative Christianity, it tends to be um, like Southern white people. Um, I think like one question that we should be considering when we talk about politics in regards to religion is the ways in which religion is kind of used to justify certain stereotypes about race, right? Like. For example, like are, are people who use like who use the Bible to justify certain like forms of like political like, propaganda or like political views doing it in a name to protect religiosity or doing it in a way to protect whiteness. And I feel like that's a really big distinction that we have to like consider. And I think the lines are uh, many times blurred because religion is such an intrinsic part of culture. Um, I think another point I wanted to address was in regards to what you were talking about before with like um, kind of like that stark divide, right? Um, there was like a really interesting thing that happened like a few years ago or like it was, it was really big news in like um the protestant community um it, it was very happy news um but it was it was essentially um like the biggest presbyterian church um it's it's known as like pcusa announced that they were changing their marriage laws so the original marriage laws used to be um it was like between a man and a woman is considered like a legally bound marriage within like the presbyterian church but then they changed it to a person to another person which is essentially legalizes like gay marriage within the um presbyterian community um and like pope Francis 
Francis has also um, like said very recently that he um, approves of gay marriage. And, you know, that was like a very exciting thing to happen within the Protestant community and within the Catholic community. I mean, I can't really speak all that community, but I assume so. Um, and, and I think it goes to show that there are like a lot of like progressive movements that are happening within the Christian community and that like we shouldn't be treating religions as a monolith because I think doing so retracts from kind of like the activism that we could be doing within like religion and within those religious communities. I think it's also really interesting. There's this article that I read by a scholar, um, Barbara Fields, I believe. And um, she posits that one of the things about race is that your race comes first. For example, like if you're talking about civic activism, it, you'll talk about, yeah, like the Protestant Catholic bloc in terms of politics, like where they're voting, who they're voting for. But then, but then you talk about the black bloc, right? And then, but you don't talk about like the black protestant block like that doesn't exist like you like the black block is part of is like normally attributed to voting for the democratic party but like the catholic block is you think even though it may like in terms of the statistics wise and like the science part like i don't really i'm assuming that it includes poc of like um like of christians of all races but like you normally attribute religion when you think protestant catholic you normally think white first which is like very much i think also purposeful that our racial identities will always come first before like any of our other identities even if for an individual person like let's say i may or may not hold my racial identity as important to me as i do like my spiritual identity but that doesn't matter to like politics because I will always be my vote will be attributed to my race before it would be attributed to my religion and I think also like for the infographic what Nicole pointed out like that one slide that was atheist or nothing in particular versus protestant or catholic voters what does nothing in particular mean because atheist or nothing in particular atheist you would think nothing in particular means atheist so it's like uh, I don't really believe in anything like nothing in particular but then where do all the like non-protestant non-catholic and also like non-abrahamic religions go like they just they just don't exist and like serve this like they disappear (laughs) yeah literally they serve this liberal view that's like you're either protestant catholic or you're atheist which is like not true and also erases so many cultures and like religions yeah, I mean, I feel like, or, sorry, Iman, were you going to talk? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I think it also like treats like, c- like Christianity in particular as kind of like a bi- binary, right? You're either non-Christian or you're Christian, right? And there's like no in-between. And I think that like looking at religion and like looking at identities in a way that's like, not like spectral, I guess, is like extraordinarily like damaging and like the ways in which we like help like change people and the ways we can like help communities in particular um I think like something like you're mentioning that like kind of like bothered me right was the fact that when we like think of the term Christianity or when we think about the Christian block we assume that that's white we never say like white Christian right we always say it's a Christian block it's a black block right but like at least for a lot of communities of color, um, like religion is like an intrinsic part, right? Uh, I know for the Korean community, like religion is a huge part of like the values that we have and the morals we believe in, Um, you know, like as a reaction to like the rampant alcoholism that was going on in Korea, kind of like as um, Korea was becoming a first world country, um, like Christian, like the Christian community there um, decided to like forego alcohol completely. And like that, like value of like not drinking alcohol, like in any means, 
means like something that is like very very like is seen as like a cultural value not just not just a religious value and like and and it's like kind of interesting seeing like the ways in which I think communities of color grapple with the idea of religion because like first like religion has been used as a weapon for colonialism right like the reason why white man's burden exists the reason why all these things exist right like the idea of like Western expansionism and manifest destiny is founded on like very out of con like very out of context verses in the Bible um, but how like communities of color kind of had to like deal with that right and the idea that like religion was being used to justify colonialism but it simultaneously also helped like and healed a lot of communities of color and a lot of communities of color are founded on the ideas that like religion gives hope and that god gives hope and that like any any community gives hope you know like whether it be like non-abrahamic religions right or abrahamic religions i think i think the 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 i guess the values and like the sentiment is the same yeah, I would say like from my experience, um, I guess a lot of the Muslim like, community that I'm a part of is mainly family members and like kind of because my parents like, immigrated here, they kind of have a very different experience than the family members that are back at home. But I would say that like it definitely takes part. And I know, um, Nicole, you were talking a little bit about this, but um, it definitely plays out um, in the more like kind of social aspect and I would say kind of like how how you dress and how you kind of present yourself there are also certain like laws like kind of like that are uh, like in Islam that you have to follow um, and sometimes that plays over to a lot of them have to do with like gender and like what a woman like can or cannot do and things like that but in like my experience kind of here like in America in terms of like politics I haven't personally seen it play out um, in terms of like conservatism also kind of applies to like your political spectrum. I think I've seen a lot of, um, a lot more liberal leaning Muslims like um, in America, but like it's weird because the context of like, or like the structure of like Muslim people that I'm connected to are not really re like involved in American politics and things like that. So I wouldn't really know what their views would be but um, like those that are here and that I like kind of know or in my community, I think that they're more kind of left leaning, but yeah. Yeah, I think also like something that I, I find interesting going to like the way we talk about religion and like the way in which, I, I think it's interesting because, because religion was something that was introduced to, or like religion as a lot of communities of color practice now was introduced in colonialism, there is like a re a lot of syncretism and a lot of mix between like original religions and original spiritual practices of communities of color pre-colonialism and like Christianity or Roman Catholicism. So a lot of times like the religion that you see or like the kind of Christianity that you see like a predominantly community of color practicing is not the same as you would see like a predominantly white community practicing. It's a very different, not only is it like different in terms of like practices and values, but it's just like a different environment. Like it's the, like when you walk in the room, it is like really different. And I, I think that when we, like when we block in, for example, Christianity, when we were talking like the Christian block, when we define an entire community as like very generalized, it ignores the ways in which those religions differentiate based on culture and the ways in which, and like in the same way that Nicole was talking about how like religion Im impacts culture in a lot of places, that culture can also impact religion and how you practice the religion. And then it kind of becomes like a mix where like, that specific branch of that specific religion is part of your culture um 
and that can imp- impact politics and that can make it like that that can make it so that the politics of a specific religious community is a lot more complicated than like most of them are conservative or most of them are liberal um and i think it just like really dumbs down the way that we talk about something that is such a complicated topic and like even being someone who is not like really religious or spiritual in any way i can acknowledge that it is a, like it took a lot for me to come to that decision and it took a lot of like thinking and working through my own identity and it is not like for each person that is such an individualized choice that takes so much that I don't think like when you generalize entire it, it's the same as like when you generalize literally any community like identity is so much more complicated than like this is the Christian vote all Christians this is the like it's so weird to do that especially because if you it, it's very obvious especially if you say like this is the Christian vote that you are probably valuing more the voices and opinions of white Christians in that space. And it becomes like really blatant. And so I think, I I think that has a lot to do with the way we talk about religion and like the way that media portrays religion to us, because like the thing Nicole was talking about, about how like the, um, the official like words were changed from like a man to a woman to a person to a person. I had no idea that happened. Like that is not something that like people, like I, I saw a lot of people talking about. Right. And so I think that it really does, it is like what we are told and how we perceive certain religions, um, which I think is difficult to break out of because obviously then you like you have to actively break out of that and you have to know that you're being fed that information wrong to even break out of it. But yeah, I definitely think that's I think um, I'm gonna, I did a little bit of research on um, Japanese American Buddhism last year. And so, um, I think what Jeremiah said about like how like the different the different communities so like you have in the 1950s there was it's a cold war like capitalist America etc so like there was a group of youth who wanted to like rebel against like capitalist like mainstream culture right so they were like the counterculture group and because they were um they wanted to reject like their christian protestant homes and so they resorted to eastern religion so they adopted buddhism so there's a whole like white youth movement who adopted Buddhism. And then at the same time, you have increasing like Japanese American households who are ethnically Buddhist, right? But because they weren't really included in the mainstream, like they weren't American. So they try to westernize their religion, like like try to make more, westernize and and say like adopt more like Christian norms. Like for example, like holding more like, uh, like, uh, like readings of the I think it was a sutra and like and kind of like adopting Christian practices in but in flipping it towards Buddhism right and like when they did that the white convert Buddhists said you're not actually Buddhist anymore like we are more Buddhist than you like we are we, we hold the values of Buddhism more than you do and so it was a lose-lose situation where like if they don't westernize they're not included in the mainstream. But if they do westernize, they're not Buddhist anymore. They're not like Buddhist anymore, right? And so like you have that, it is like a very common situation in a lot of POC problems where everything is a lose-lose. Like you do this, you lose that. If you do this, you'll lose that. And I think like it is that even in rejecting capitalism, you have white people who perpetuate Western norms and like, like racism on POC communities and I think you see that in like um a lot of conversations regarding religion and POC
Yeah, I was going to add on to that. I think it's, I mean, this is like a slightly different example, but I think that was really interesting because I go, like, like I said before, the church that my, my parents go to and that I used to go to is in Harlem and it also was like predominantly black, right? Like that specific subset of the church. But there was like different parts. There was like different um, like sections of the church in different places in, in the country or like there were more of them in like the New York, New Jersey area. But then you have like a lot of the churches in the city are predominantly POC. And then a lot of the churches in Jersey or upstate were predominantly white. So every time we would come together, you would see like the difference in vibes so clearly or like we would we would do like camp or something and there would be like hordes of white girls one summer who thought it was funny to like wear do-rags to camp and it like and then there was like a really big divide between like people telling them like oh hey that's not okay and then we had like a, a devo about it and it was like a whole like unity whatever but it's just so weird how like that that divide manifests especially because a lot I, I think it, it takes more for a lot of POC to be considered like valid in their own religion if that even makes sense like I think like with the whole like TikTok like witch witch talk and like people like practicing like crystals and stuff on TikTok they have like branded that as their own like separate space and religion and like identity not recognizing the roots of that practice and, and they're just kind of allowed to adopt this like loose identity that is not theirs whereas like I think if a POC were to get big saying like oh blah blah, blah this is the religion I practice like and said some of the things that those like witch talk creators say like oh I have a bad feeling about so and so they would need to justify themselves so much more and to like say like I'm qualified to make this like I I practice this religion so much and they would need to justify that it is like a valid act whereas a lot of like white people who adopt certain religions or who like adopt certain religions in my opinion because they think it's like trendy or because they like feel I don't know for weird reasons often are just allowed to like make claims based on that religion off of the like loose amount of experience they've had in that community and then like the POC who has literally grown up in that community and is like a member of it has to like justify their identity and their experience and the way and the things they believe because of who they are um so I think that's definitely like a part of it as well I also think that like POC have this like pre-assumed like expectation to like fit themselves within certain labels, right? Like if you're, if, if for example, if we're going back to the idea of like witch talk and like, crystals, right? Like if you're a POC, you specifically have to say like what religion you are and you have to say like what your background is and you have to say what your parents are and you have to say like, what your grandma is. And you have to like say all of these things you have to talk about, like what you've read before, like who you follow and like that like has always like frustrated me because like like people don't understand that a lot of those things are rooted in racism um i mean like ultimately like almost everything is rooted in racism and to take away like aspects of race and class from like the discussions that we have about religiosity in particular just doing a disservice to so many people and like I don't know I I just really don't I, I don't really appreciate witch talk or like the manifestation or the affirmation community in particular because of that because especially when like when you try when you like see people who are like trying to hold these people accountable it never works like I always see like POC trying to hold like these girls or like even these guys like accountable by saying like oh you know like this is like rooted in Hinduism right they they just don't listen and then this one it was literally this one instance I saw this like white girl 
Bengal, right, who was like holding a like Hindu book and she was like, this is rooted in Hinduism when people started listening. I don't understand why that couldn't have been said by a person of color so that people could listen, but it has to be said in a white voice for people to be like, oh, this finally makes sense, this is valid. Like we're living in a very white centric community where white voices only listen to other white voices. And like in a world like that, like where am I supposed to speak? Like where do I have space to like talk? I think like um, I'm thinking of a political like political compass memes or they're like oh like the left like like these are some stereotypes that you have so you have like the SJW like the hippie you know like like those stereotypes and I think like in terms of Wichita Crystal it, it's acceptable on the left in terms of it falls under hippie like it, it it falls under like oh like the crystal hippie right and it, it's acceptable but like a lot of the left portrays this, you're either science believing or you're religious. Whereas like, they're not necessarily mutually exclusive. And like, you can believe your body is made out of atoms and like, and and cells and, and still be religious. Like, they're not like, it's not that if you are suddenly religious, you don't believe in science at all. And I think that because of that, you see a lot of, and I'm not saying like which top, like, to denounce witch talk as a whole because I think there are like POC um there are POC on witch talk and like who practice with like crystals and like etc I'm not familiar with any of the terminology but um I think that a lot of the white people like a lot of why the white left accepts crystals as like a hippie and still like valid as as the left instead of rejecting it in terms of like the science believing versus religious um like binary is because they, they have this facade of rejecting westernization like rejecting like their protestant or catholic like childhoods and like adopting this like non-western spirituality but it's all still like a like appropriating poc cultures b not giving poc like voices and like c just not doing any like it's not like furthering this like it's it's appropriating POC traditions whilst furthering white political norms. And I think that that is so counterintuitive. I also think like in regards to what you were saying before about like science and religiosity, um, I think it also like ignores the fact that a lot of like religion permeates itself within culture. And by kind of assuming that like if you believe in science, then there's no way that you could like be affiliated with any kind of religion it ignores the fact that a lot of people are culturally Christian or culturally Buddhist as you are, Francis, right? And the idea that like, the idea that like a lot of POC like history is like rooted in this like connection to spirituality, spirituality and this connection to religion. But when you say that religion is backwards like yes like maybe an atheist can argue and say that like religion is backwards but to say that like those two exist like mutual like it's like a mutually exclusive relationship and to say that they exist on a binary I think is just like kind of erasing a lot of like history that is like like it that is POC history and that like when you when you get when you ask like POC to like make a choice between believing in science and like following the practices of their culture, then you're, you're, you're asking them to do something that they can't do. And like that, that's wrong. Yeah. I think that, no, go ahead. No, but I definitely like resonated with what you said, like the, like the erasing part. Cause I think that in the past, like I think growing up, I've even questioned kind of, oh, but like, if I believe in this certain like scientific fact versus like my 
what's kind of rooted in my religion. Like I've, I've had those like conflictions before. I've even like approached my mom and we had like this whole conversation about it being like, how can I like do this and this at the same time? And she's like, well, this is, it's not supposed to be like, like kind of what Francis said, mutually exclusive. Like there, there are, you can have the best of both worlds or whatever, whatever. Um, but I think that just me, me having that mindset kind of goes towards the, like what Nicole said, the erasure. Like, I think that it leads a lot of people and influences a lot of people the wrong way and kind of pushes like some sort of narrative um, of what like religion and science and like how they interconnect and how they don't like, it just pushes that sort of narrative. And I think that um, it is damaging and kind of affects kind of how things like perpetuate, I guess. Yeah, and I think also like it, it kind of just leads to this confusion of like most people that I've spoken to who are atheist or even who are agnostic are not atheist or agnostic because they believe in science and because they like acknowledge that science is real. Like that is not, in my experience, a lot of the people who like believe science first and like place strong emphasis on science also recognize that there is a way to believe in science and be religious and that those two things do not need to exist in separation. And like, I've never spoken to, I think that a lot of times also, like I have a lot of friends who almost, who, who are pretty religious and then like almost weren't because they were like, oh, because I believed in science. But then like through speaking to them, what they've told me is that they just like did research because they were interested in it and because it was important to them and realized that they can be both. Um, and so I think it, it like, it, it, it creates this binary in that you think that it is like religion or science and that like people who are atheists are so because they believe in science over religion. And like, that's the reason why you would be. Um, and it also in a lot of like instances, I think creates this moral divide between people who like think themselves to be like high and mighty because they believe in science and not religion. And I think like a lot of times people like, in the whole like global warming conversation it'll be like oh you're religious oh that's cool well you must not believe in global warming then hmm? you don't think global warming's real you dumb person like that's not I'm literally not religious and I can acknowledge that that's like most people who are religious believe in global warming like if you ask how about you ask you know what I mean and I think it just it just gets so complicated in in the way that we like have interactions with each other and like I've kind of had to learn to navigate that because like pretty much all my family is religious and also like all of my like close family friends are also religious so I think that you kind of have to learn like if this is something you're interested in and if you're gonna like if you are gonna be in conversations with people who are religious and be surrounded by people who are you kind of need to learn to like not make those generalizations and not like impose that binary onto people um because I think that that can block a lot of the ways that we have conversations both like personal conversations but also political conversations in a lot of ways because um I know that there was I don't think it's it's, it's as like hot take right now but there was this thing on TikTok like a couple of weeks ago where people were like you can't be religious and a leftist take that out of your brain that's not allowed and it's like really explain how like what does that have what does a person's like individual personal beliefs have to do with leftism and like anti-capitalism and like anti like explain that to me please um and it just doesn't, I think they will can talk a little more about this, but it just doesn't really, like, I, I think that is another thing that kind of creates a divide in these conversations we have, especially if you're telling somebody, like, 
you, I think that your personal beliefs stop you from being a leftist or stop you from like holding the ideology you hold. In that case, are you just calling them a liar? Like what is going on here? Um, so yeah, I, Nicole can, Nicole can talk a little more about that. Yeah, I mean, like, I personally have a lot of experience with this just because, like, I am a pretty, like, staunch Protestant while also being, like, um, like, I, I do consider myself very progressive. Um, I think that there is this, like, very widest, like, first first and foremost, like, my religious beliefs or whether or not both I believe in God does not dictate my economic policy and like my preferences as to like how the country should run itself or whether or not the government should have um, more power or less power. I think to equate those two is very like bad and doesn't make any sense. I also think that there is this like very big misconception that like the Bible reifies capitalism and I personally don't think that it does. I mean I think we see this a lot, especially with like politics is the ways in which like politics whitewashes Christianity and presents Jesus to be a, first of all, they present Jesus to be a white figure. We all know that Jesus is brown. So we'll get that straight first and foremost. And second, we're talking about a guy who was literally a carpenter who was born in a manger and threw down the Roman government. And you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me that if he was alive today, that he would be best friends with Jeff Bezos. Like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, he literally threw down, like, markets within a church because he said that we shouldn't be commodifying, like, religious spaces and we shouldn't be commodifying spaces, period. And you're going to tell me that he's the type of person who would reify capitalism? I think that, like, I think that our, like, way of thinking is, like, very, um, is very obstruct here. And, like, th that's not to say that, like, Christian capitalists, like, can't exist because, I mean, they obviously do and they're very prevalent. But I think that we have to look at, like, religion as, like, something that, like, has a lot more nuance than we, like, credit it to be that there can be people with like different economic beliefs and with different political ideologies that could exist within run religion because the ways in which we interpret religions is going to be radically different based on where we grew up i think it's also like so much of like stigma for example if i said if i if i okay if an atheist was just like it's fine things are gonna work out like okay like like let's unpack that a little bit why why do you think things are going to work out mother nature like if somebody if somebody who is religious said the exact same thing but was like maybe attributed to like for example like god right it's like things are going to work out because like I jesus is looking out for, like god is looking out for us um i'm sorry if i'm butchering that nicole but like um <laughs> um then it's suddenly like that's in that's Ill, like illegitimate illegitimate like not that like not valid because it's you're attributing it to something that is that has a name and is and is like not tangible um whereas if you, if somebody who a lot of atheists say things are going to work out everything will be fine things are going to be fine whereas like that is like the same language but just without a couple extra words and i think like because of that there's like a lot of it's, I think it's just there's a lot of stigma in the left about religion and because of that it not only just isolates religious folks from the left but also it very much isolates POC because a lot like religion and culture for me personally like I'm culturally Buddhist and I can't like separate religion from culture like I don't know where being Chinese starts and being Buddhist ends like like it is one and the same for me and so like it isolates me from from the left because I can't believe in a lot of things if 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 the left is promoting rhetoric like 
if you are atheist or nothing in particular, you're a Democrat. And if you are a Christian, then you're a Republican or like vice versa. If you're a Republican, you must be Christian. And if you are a Democrat, you must be atheist, which is like very, it, it falls into the political binaries that like always isolate people. And I think that is always very harmful. Yeah, I think also like a lot of the time when the left and and not even like I, I think a lot of times when the left talks about religion and like excludes certain people of certain religions from being on the left because of that, they talk about it, I think, in a really like general sense. Like, first of all, it's unclear if they have a problem with like an individual believing in something or like organized religion, which are two different things. But even if like I feel like they make that generalization so often, don't present any real critiques about like what is the problem why can these two things not coexist and then second of all I think like a lot of the ways they talk about it is like what do you want POC who have like who have that religion essentially like forced on them by colonialism and now like that is what they know and it is like tied in with their culture what do you want them to do like what exactly would you like them to do in this scenario do you think that because you like usually a cis white leftist man is telling them they can't have like economic political beliefs and believe in something that they are wrong like and it just seems weird because a lot of times leftists especially like cis white male leftists will exclude entire groups of people that they are theoretically fighting for and it just like does not really work because if you say that you like if you say that you're fighting for the liberation of a certain group and then and then exclude entire like exclude a group of people like if you say for example you're fighting for black liberation and then you say but also if you're any kind of religious i don't think you belong in leftist spaces that excludes so many people and then like do you think that you are like better than them in some ways for not being religious because that's a little bit don't quote me but that's a little racist that's a little racist don't quote me though but like you know, like just just because you say I'm fighting for black liberation, but not black liberation if you're religious, <laughs> that's still like you're not fooling anybody is all I'm saying. And it just like it it I mean, beyond just like seeming like a very not well thought out critique, um, it also is just rooted in, in, in so many like generalizations and in a lot of like not specific. I mean, for the example of being anti-blackness, but just like racism and 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 it. I mean, I think that like people have presented valid critiques on like organized religion, but I also think that like individual people can believe individual things and, and they can believe in something. And that does not, like Nicole said, that doesn't stop you from having anti-capitalist views or from like having economic views, especially because the ways in which people think of religion and the ways in which people like conceptualize religion vary in so many different ways. And so th there is really no relation when you think about it. Like when you when you go out of your way to be racist, I guess you can find a way to be racist is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think I agree. Like it takes definitely takes many different forms. I think that personally, I, you know, I grew up in New York and I have more like liberal views on many things. And I think that um, in some ways that works against kind of what my religion kind of speaks for in some cases in terms of like what I wear or what I eat or like what I decide to do and things like that and I think that I've never let that part like control me and like kind of influence or kind of 
take over the fact that like I I do I, I can still believe in God and like I don't know like participate in some things that I'm like literally like in like the Islamic law like not allowed to or whatever whatever and I think that it really depends like I have other family members that like live in like white plains and they have very a lot more like conservative values that like influence their everyday actions things like that but for me like personally like I don't let that kind of take over or influence like um my political decisions as much either and I think that um it really depends and I think that my parents as well like throughout time like living in America like that that their their view on like what their religion should influence on a day, on their daily life and what it shouldn't it has changed so much like and I think that in part because they let that happen to them like I think that also really influenced you know like the way that I grew up like I don't pray five times a day per se but like I'm still gonna believe in God I still believe that like prophet Muhammad is like the messenger and things like that and like even though some values that like I kind of grew up with have been lost a little bit lost in translation I think that um I don't let that kind of it really it really depends on the person but like I really don't think that it should let it should take over like my personal like other views or like my everyday life actions or how I simply should function or believe in science or um I guess like my economic views or things like that so yeah okay um I, or did you want to say something okay okay um thank you so much everybody for listening um you can follow at the non-standard project on instagram or you can go to our website which is the nonstandardproject.com. um our next episode is going to be on class and socioeconomic status in new york which is going to be really exciting so yeah thank you both nicole and yvonne for coming thank you for having thank us. you for having me